The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number, what are we, 74? 74. 74. Recorded November 24th, 2020. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the team. With me, as always, is my friend... Michael Diaz, three-sixths of the team. Three-sixths. That is one half. <laughs> You're so good at math. Um, really not. Real, really quick, it's really uh, a shout-out to my son, Sam, who is better, if anybody wants to know. I'm, thank you for those that have asked. That's really cool of you. Um, he is feeling better. But today is his 21st birthday. So if he actually listens to this podcast, which he says he does, happy birthday. Why are you not out drinking? Oh, yeah, because it's COVID. Because there's, yeah, where do you want us to go? The parking lot at the Circle K? Like, where do you want me to go? <laughs> Strange things are afoot. Yeah. <laughs> the Circle K. Yeah. Well, he's at home, at his apartment, and uh, that is I don't a know. That's shitty probably, driver's birthday. I mean, does he drink? It is. Um, I'm sure he's never taken I, I'm sure he has. I mean, <laughs> not in front of me. I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, maybe not. He's a good kid. He doesn't. He doesn't like to get in that much trouble. The big plan was, though, um, I have a – this is really sidetracked already, but uh, I'm one of those Maker's Mark ambassadors, and I have a – Wait. What? Yeah. How are um, you a Maker's Mark ambassador? I became one like eight, nine years ago. And um, Why am I just so – the, I love, I I love bourbon. Yeah, me too. So there's a there's a cast with my name on it down there. And it's coming to, it, we got it so it was time for Sam's birthday so we can go down there and open the cask and you get it with your bottle of your your name on it. Shut up. Yeah, it's really cool. So obviously it's all closed and we can't do it. So hopefully everything will work out and we can when things clear up. Well, the That's nice the thing about bourbon is the older it gets, the better. I mean, yeah, be I don't good. know if a year is going to make a huge difference, but. It shouldn't, but I mean, I, I. I'm just excited to go see my cask and, you know, my barrel and uh, have Sam. Sam. It'll be, be fun. It'll be fun. I, I'm i still, I'm blown away that I did not know this. Michael, I'm like an onion. You so just many gotta, layers. <laughs> so many layers, all very thin and shallow and translucent. And you make people cry. <laughs> I do, most of the time. <laughs> oh, teasing. my gosh. You've never made me cry. Yet. There's time. There's, still There's time. so much time. What's going on with you? Um, not much. I mean, I, you know, I I don't want to say I'm not working. I am working still, but I have to admit, the closer we get to Thanksgiving, or rather, five o'clock on Wednesday, is inversely proportional to my motivation. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, that's terrible to say. I mean, don't give me, I'm still working. I'm doing my job, but. Of course. I think everybody's feeling that though, dude, because I know even people that I work with, I, 
they feel taxed. We just went through an election. We went through, we're, we're going through COVID. There's just so much going on. And then working from home all the time for most people sounds like it's cool, but it's really not. Like people, no. people just want choice. It's not that they want to work from home. Like they want to be able to choose, well, do I have to go in today? But to me, I won't go in tomorrow. I will. Cause nobody likes to be forced to do either one. I think at least I know I don't. Um, I don't mind working from home just because my day, my work day starts at nine. Mm-hmm. So at eight forty five, I'm rolling out of bed. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. If you have the option, like it's really about options. If you have the option, great. It's like being say, it's just being told you have to just sucks. That's what I don't like. Like if I was told I had to go to the office every day, I wouldn't like that either. Right. I hear you. It's just having that option. So, like when the roads are really crappy and we've got two inches of snow today, you know, I don't think I would want to drive. But no. I would vote, yeah, I'll stay home. That's no problem. Exactly. But this isn't a podcast about the stuff. <laughs> it's not about weather and choices. That's not what it's no. about. No, no. And by the way, you know, we're, we're recording earlier. This is our uh, pre-Thanksgiving. We usually record on Thursdays if things go well. And uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. And this is our day, a week off from our book club Dune, so we won't be talking about Dune. So for those that listen to this and are on the book club, remember we have that week break to catch up, if you'd like, or even just take a break from reading that particular story. Um, so there we go. What are you doing with your break, Joe? You know, <laughs> well, it might be part of the geek this week, so I'll oh. get into it then. Okay, we'll we'll hold off on that then. When it comes to that, because I'm probably, yeah, there's another thing in here I forgot to put on there that I, that I bought, uh, that I will do. So that being said, why don't we jump right into news? Michael, you've got some news on Deadpool. Yeah. I forgot to mention on Thursday, I I did mention that we're getting a new Predator movie, I think last week, Mm -hmm. same day they announced Deadpool three is finally official from the MCU. So geeked about that, uh, I think just about anyone listening right now was certainly a fan of the first Deadpool, most likely, and probably a fan, fan of the second Deadpool. I know I was. I thought they were both hilarious. But this will be so the now, first time we're seeing Deadpool since the Disney acquisition of Fox. That's what I was just going to ask. This is the, Since the acquisition, now there's some free reign on other characters that can come in here. Because yes. they own, they have some money, they own some, they could actually bring in Dr. Xavier if they want. They could do anything, right? Doctor, what? Doctor X. I mean, Professor X. Whatever. Yeah, but he was in he was in Deadpool too. Remember when they showed up at the? Uh, oh show, yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed up at the I mansion mean, they can, and they just they were they showed yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. X Men team yeah. in the room. They shut the door. Yeah, that's right. That was like all they could afford or something, right? Was a little guy or something like that. When was that the first one? Regardless, it was the first one. Maybe it was. The first but one. I mean, they can actually have a character, any character they want. Yes. Technically. Anyone from the MCU now. Right. Which, though, in the second Daredevil, they didn't come out and say it. Daredevil? Daredevil? I'm sorry. (laughs) In their first Deadpool, second Deadpool, my apologies. um, I mean, yes, they made a Hugh Jackman Wolverine reference. That was funny. But if you noticed, they couldn't come right out and say it because Fox was still Fox. Right. Separate from Disney. But they were really fighting on a wrecked... Helicarrier. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was tweaked enough so it wasn't completely obvious, 
but it was what it was. I mean, so there was already this tangential connection to the MCU, but now it's already official. And it's going to be interesting because with Deadpool often breaking the fourth wall, you know he's going to make reference to that. Right. Right, right. But I think it, I just wonder how much they'll be involved if they'll be if it's part of the canon. No, I don't know. We won't know because we don't know time frame. Is it pre? You know, we don't even know if Deadpool went through the um, what would you call the? Uh, well, we called it the snap, but what, what did the snap? Yeah, uh, he said something. Oh, geez, is it the blip? Or? Something like that. Yeah, blip because it was a time blip for them, basically. I still call it the snap. Yeah. So I mean, we don't know what what went through if Deadpool was snapped or not. Exactly. So or, but you're right. You know, it was fun while he was part of the just the Fox universe because we got to see cameos from various other X Men. I'm sure Deadpool in the next one will make some joke about. Cable looking like Thanos because obviously, I mean they can't have right. playing both right. characters, right? Right. So, um, all that to say, they've got a much bigger toy chest now. So who knows could come back? I'm, I I expect surprises. Like I'm not saying Chris Evans would come back for this, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a reference to Chris Evans or Tony Stark in some way, shape, or form. You know? Right. No, if you could pick one one character, who would you pick to come in there? Oh shit! Um, I think Chris Evans as Captain America. I think I'd like to see him. Was there any backstories with Deadpool and Captain America? I've never read any. I don't know. No, he's, no actually, you know what? Now that I think of it, I mean, yeah, I'd love to see Captain America, but I think we're much more likely to see Spider Man. Yeah, they've been in a few together. They have. I know. The only the only thing that might prevent that is the contract between Sony and Marvel says we get one more joint Spider-Man film and one more standalone. So, right. I don't know if it'll yeah. cameo. Who knows? Yeah, I, yeah, probably not. I wouldn't mind seeing a Hulk myself. I just love the Hulk. I want a Hulk movie, it's not, not just Ragnar. I know it's not, but I want one. I know. But unfortunately, Universal has the rights. I was going to say Universal has the rights to just the Hulk. So make it the Hulk. Yeah, so make it the Hulk with somebody who's in it for two minutes and then make it call it that movie's name. (laughs) Hulk and the Wasp. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I remember what I was going to say, too. We didn't didn't talk about this last week, um, which we meant to. So I apologize. This is two things I dropped the ball on. And this is also MCU-related. It was confirmed last week that Chris Pratt is going to be in the new Thor movie. Um, oh, I did Thunder hear Man. that. I did yeah. hear that. So I, I just wanted to bring it up because it obviously, I mean, no word on the rest of the Asgardians, but at least, at least. As Guardians, not Asgardians. That's a totally different thing. Guardians or Asgardians, Asgardians? <laughs> as Asgardians. with a with a Z, not an S. Yes, S. <laughs> As Guardians, not on it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know that we're going to see the whole entire Guardians of the Galaxy, but we do know we're going to at least see, you know, Space Lord. Yeah, we kind of have, I mean, they left together at the end of um, the whole series. So 
Yeah, at the end of Endgame, it made it kind of seem like we were going to see a movie with the Guardians of the Galaxy with Thor. Right. I think what's what we're more likely to see, as much as I'd love that movie, it's a Thor movie, and they're going to have a lot to do already bringing Jane back in and making her the new Thor. Or yeah, well, it, way they go. it might be one of those things where, like, there's a time gap, and it's like he's dropping Thor off. I'm like, okay, see ya, thanks I, for all that. Yeah. And, and then it goes exactly into... It. You know, yeah, then it goes into the new Thor. Is he going to be fat? No. The reason being, be uh, not related to this particular podcast, because it's not our area, but uh, just a couple days ago, uh, Hemsworth posted a picture of himself working out. He's moving a massive tire, flipping that over and over. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Well, the reason being, He's before he films the next Thor movie, he's in the middle of uh, prepping for the Hulk Hogan biopic. Oh my God. He's going to play Hulk Hogan. Yes. So he is more, he is more ripped than he's ever been as Thor. I mean, he got cut the first Thor movie. He was fit. Well, Hulk was never ripped. Well, when you get a chance after this podcast, go take a look at uh, his feed. He It's not just that he's ripped, because let's face it, he was ripped. Right. You know, in the last, what, second Thor movie, I think? Ragnarok, yeah, he was. Ragnarok, yeah, definitely Ragnarok. He was he was cut. This time, he can't just be cut. He is also, um, he's bulked up. So he must be eating like he must be doing like the rots, the rot, the rocks diet of like you know, <laughs> fish every five minutes and then just pounding weights because he is he's freaking huge. All right, well there you go. So, what if he's going to shave his head bald like Hulk Hogan too? He's going to have to. <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, unless he's Christian Bale in his super method acting, I don't right. see him. I mean, I don't think he'll be as ripped and hugely buffed out that he's going to be in the Hulk movie. But I think it'd be hard to quick shift his body from that. But then again, Christian Bale did go from cut to emaciated for the machinist and then cut again for Batman again. Oh, it was. And then fat for. Oh my gosh, what was it? The movie with. Um... Oh, yeah, that, that movie he did with, uh, oh, with Jeremy man, Renner. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about, I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, with Amy Smart and Jennifer Lawrence and all, yeah. Yep. Good movie. Very anyway. Good. Anyway, so good, I can't remember a damn thing because my head is, I, I man. <laughs> all right. Um, I have some small news. They have... Uh, announced some possible casting for the Obi-Wan as they allegedly supposed to start shooting in March coming up. Looks like they're going to be looking um, at Naomi Scott as one of three actors that are coming to uh, the show. We don't know what role she's going to play. Maybe a 20 to 25 year old female going by the name of Eve, but these are just placeholder names from what I understand. Looking at uh, comicbook.com is where I'm getting this information. This is not mine. I don't know, you know, Naomi not that Scott, good. Have I seen her in anything before? She was in Aladdin. She played. Um, no. She was good in it, though. That's, that's, I mean, it was, that's fine. I just, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, it's okay. It's the cartoon. 
just like, you know, but it was good. Um, anyways, so they're, they're, they're bringing some people in. There's supposedly three women that are going to be cast in this for some reason. And we'll find out why. Um, I'm so interested in where they're going to go with that. It could do so many things. I don't know. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I'm looking at her wiki right now. She was on Terra Nova, which was that series on Fox that about going back in time. It was kind of like Jurassic Park, but going back in time and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. If you I didn't see that. it. Never watched it. I actually really liked it. I was bummed it didn't get a second season. She was in that. Okay. And I see she was in Charlie's Angels. I heard good things about that, but unfortunately, I think the movie bombed. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, you saw it? Well, we, we was on, I don't know, some kind of streaming thing. It's not good, <laughs> and, huh? Uh, I know. There's some action, but it's not good. I had high hopes because I really like Elizabeth Banks. Well, there's, I mean, it's fine. It's just, I don't know. You could watch it. I wouldn't, but you can watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, again, not the purview of this podcast, but uh, I think she directed the second Pitch Perfect movie, and I really enjoyed that. So, I don't say it's poorly directed. I think that it's poorly written. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. Fast written. I think she some of the characters it. could be interesting too, but they, I just think it was well. a little thin. Well, so, you know, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Oh, that's too bad. Anyhow, back to geek stuff. Obi-Wan, they're casting a bunch of women. Well, could be. Yeah. And then in other sad news, maybe um, Marvel decided to cancel the Rise of Skywalker comic adaption. Not that I was going to buy it, but they've done every other film, but they're not going to do this one. <laughs> I was going to say the movie came out almost a year ago. Why? Why? I mean, I, I mean, did they? Did they I'm assuming they started the work on it, and they just said, mm, "No." Nah. Yeah, it was supposed to be done by now, but COVID. I guess they slowed down things. But oh well. Yeah, I mean. And- with a bunch of other stuff too. It wasn't just looking at Star Wars. They got rid of a bunch of things. Um, but it was it was delayed, then canceled. Um, so there you go. Sometimes you know you, you read the comics, they'll give you a little bit more backstory or whatever you know that you can pick up. Well, yeah, they'll that, flesh out that, some of the stuff they cut from the film. Sometimes. Right, right. Which you know we've had that argument. If it was worthwhile, why didn't they put it in? But. Anyways, that's the beauty of comics, I guess, to get you to buy more shit. So, what did you uh, what did you geek out this week on? Well, it's funny you mentioned comics, Joe. Yeah, because uh, I think I remember. Or I don't remember. Last week I noted there was a sale still going on, by the way, at Comicsology, and still we don't get a commission. This is completely just nerd news for y'all. Comicsology is running that uh, deal for humanoids press mm-hmm. and i bought a shit ton of comics um i rebought the entire meta barons series right uh, and i think i mentioned this last week they had a prequel i hadn't read yet two of those two issues of those i read those and i loved them the prequel was fantastic um so they also did a sequel series. Again, I know I'm repeating myself from last week, but I thought I couldn't, I can't just read the prequel and then the sequel. So even though I own all the original issues and own the massive tome of an um, 
omnibus hardcover of the Men of Errands, which I could sit down and read at any time. I started reading, rereading the series digitally, and then I'm going to read the sequel. So part of my geek this week is rereading everything to do with the Men of Errands that Humanoids has put out. So prequel, now rereading the series, and when that's done, I will then read the sequel series. Cool. That's that's one of my geeks this week. The other one, cool, I, cool. I don't know if I told you, I did. I bought Star Wars Squadrons. Well, you cost me money, yeah. You bought it too? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yours was digital. I didn't have a digital option, so I actually have the disc. But I loaded it onto my PS4 and I copy it over anyway. The only difference is when I want to play it, I have to pop the disc in even though it's digitally on oh. my because that's where the registration is. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So not a big deal. I just can't lose or destroy the disc, but I've loaded it on my machine and uh, I'm ready to start the first mission. So that's my, oh, my week. I haven't even hooked up yet. My Xbox is still in store, not in storage. It's in the, it's on the floor right now in the, in a cabinet. Oh, Cause I don't have a TV hooked up here. And you don't do since have we other moved. priorities, but yeah, you but, have some time but, coming up. That's all. I know. I'm definitely going to definitely going to do that. So what's your geek this week, Joe? I have a lot, actually, which what? is diff- usually not uh, not the same as you. But uh, right, uh, so this last couple, I decided to sit down on Saturday when it was nice out in the morning, and I read through, caught up to my Dr. Afra's, which that is up to uh, number five. Nice. And I caught up with the Vader. So yeah, two interesting stories, totally different. If you know anything about Afra, she's kind of this um, morally, what would you say? Morally ambiguous. Ambiguous, yeah. Uh, archaeologist, kind of like, uh, this is so stupid, but it's kind of like Han Solo meets Indiana Jones, which is the same guy. Um, right. <laughs> but female. Analyst. But female. And um, I would say not more forthright than than those two anyway anyways uh interesting story right now it's uh, about these two rings that that she's got this team looking for things and found these two like rings that when they work together they become almost force like so if you don't have the force so it's it's interesting it's it's definitely a departure from star wars like it's very different kind of writing um it doesn't uh it, it starts off on hoth like right after empire and that's about the only thing, you know, she did some work for Vader in the last series, if anybody read those. And then, um, so they're kind of on the periphery uh, with a couple of uh, interesting characters. One of them I didn't really like. It, it It's it's good. I don't, I'm not sure this, this series is as good as the other two so far, but we'll see. Um, I have to admit, um, her not with Triple Zero or BT. Right. It's not as good. Yeah, I like Triple Zero. Yeah. So did I. Well, what's his name? The Wookiee's there, though. Black. Karis. Black. 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 I can't say his name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will be reading this. I think I I may be one collection behind, maybe two. No, one of the last volume. But I've already pre-ordered the first volume. So you're five right. issues in. I think that's the next volume. Maybe six. Six, I think, right? So when the when that finishes, the month after issue six comes out, I'll be it's 
I'll probably have it here in the next six weeks or so. Got it. And then uh, the Vader, which I really like this Vader series. It's kind of like picking up again, like where he left off, where he's kind of um, being put through the ringer by the Emperor to make him stronger. And this particular set is him tracking down Padme and what happened. He's trying to remember what happened. So, Oh, interesting. It's really good. And it goes to her grave and there's some interesting stuff in there. And the Emperor kind of... Um, where I'm at right now, the emperor kind of breaks him apart for going back there, like trying to have any kind of sense of Anakin. He's trying to kill it out of him. And uh, it's, it's good. It's a good series. It's definitely Is this know, the, the making of series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love the first series because the first second series, one, not so good. Well, the first, first series, series was great. Had Dr. Afra and triple zero and BT. I mean, they weren't right. the focus, but they showed up enough where Ephra got her own series. But right. um, I really like the first series, and I have that. I they, I think they can. They collected the entire first series in two different hardcovers, and I have those. And I want to say I have the first hardcover from the second volume, but not the or the first. Yeah, the first from the second volume. I don't have that fully collected, so I'm a bit behind on the Vader. Yeah, it's good though. It's good. It's definitely worth the read. Yeah, but you said the second volume wasn't as good. Huh? I like this one better. It is good, but I like this one better. I like this was the kind of the the I don't know the birth of Vader, Vader proper. Gotcha. You know, where the the last remains of the he's more machine now than man kind of thing. Gotcha. And and how he gets there. So, um. So yeah, I think it's worth the read. And then also this week I started watching, uh, well, you know, I'll stay with Star Wars. I bought, you, you asked what I was going to do uh, with my break of reading and I might read, <laughs> but but not Dune. Um, so this week uh, a book came out called From a Certain Point of View, but it was Empire Strikes Back version. Are you familiar with these? I am not. Okay. So uh, basically they're a bunch of little stories written by points of view of other people in the star Wars. So basically in the star, so uh, the, the, okay, long story short, I bought the empire one, but I didn't have the star Wars one, but the empire one on Kindle was $13 and on sale right now is the star Wars one for four ninety nine. dollars 99. So yeah, I got them both. So I'll probably read them both, but they're short stories, right? So you have like, here's a, an excerpt from, the uh, from Amazon. So uh, there's different authors for each little short stories. So Gary Weta bridges the gap from Rogue One to A New Hope through the eyes of Captain Antilles. So it's like from their point of view. And then um, there's one with Amperu's point of view. And there's one from inside the mind of Moff Tarkin. And oh, okay, interesting. And, there, and there's one of uh, Big's Darklighter's final fight during the rebellion, harrowing attack on the Death Star. So, um, you get to hear, you get to get inside of Biggs's mind. And Will Wheaton spins a poignant tale of the rebels left behind on Yavin. Uh, this is all on, on the uh, Star Wars one. And then you have uh, the same kind of thing has come out. Now it's fourteen ninety nine for the Empire Strikes Back one. Um, but there's like things with Dengar and IG-88. There's uh, stuff in Dagobah. Um, 
it's, it's cool stuff. So yeah, I, I appreciate a different like uh, viewpoint. I mean, not entirely because this is a series of vignettes, but right there's a there's a play in a movie called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yes. I, yep. 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 So, yeah, it's Hamlet told from the point of view of the two guys that die. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um. So, so. No, that sounds very interesting. So these these books, though, just so you know that um, all the authors and the reason that it's kind of cool too is that all the authors have are not taking any money for this. Their their money is going to be go donated to a thing called First Book, which is a a nonprofit that provides books to uh, books and learning stuff to educators and people that serve children and um, help them read and those kind of things. So that's cool. But is this so? Is this officially licensed by Lucasfilm or no? It is. Okay. Yep. And what's the yep. what's the official title again? Uh, from a certain, the Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Uh, basically, it's they were done in the anniversaries. You know, so this is the fortieth year of. Empire and the other, one, the other one was done at that 40th year. So there you go. Some fun things there. Awesome. And then another thing I did this week, which was another geek thing, is I started watching Titans on, um, I have HBO Max and never watched that series. Have you ever seen any of that series? I have not, only because it, I think it was uh, part of that DC universe. Oh, when they had their, when they, oh, that's right. It was, it was trying to, when they were launching their, their streaming, right? Well, yeah. Well, it was weird because DC universe was this weird amalgamation where you could have access to all DC, like digital comics and stuff. And also right, they did right. shows and they did cartoons. It was like, it didn't really know what it wanted to be. It was streaming and comics. And basically my understanding is that is going to go the way of the Dodo in many ways, but all the streaming stuff is going to be moving to. HBO Max. So So it's not bad. It's um for those it, it's basically I don't know these characters names that you probably do based off Teen Titans. I'm sure it's a bridge off of Teen Titans. Um oh, yeah. so you probably have what Starfire and Yeah, but I didn't know their name none of them know their names yet. Oh, so it's okay. kind of the it's kind of the um what do you call it? Origin like it's still he's still Robin. Right. He's, you know, he's not Nightwing yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, maybe he is Robin in Teen Titans, though, isn't he? Well, it depends on, you know, which version of Robin is this? Is this. Which one is this? It's Dick Grayson. Oh, okay. It's Grayson. So it's, it's not, it's not, I know it's a different Robin in Teen Titans, right? Right. I mean, they're on their fourth different Robin, I think. Fifth, well, yeah. depends on what timeline you're talking about, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, this is Grayson who later becomes Nightwing, gotcha. Right. So basically it starts off with with uh, Dick Grayson it becomes a detective and moves to Detroit, which is really cool for us. Right. And it's shot in Detroit. And um, a lot of things happen. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that I don't you know, quite understand the world. But it's, it's shot pretty well. And it's another um, Berlinetti, Berlanti. Berlanti uh, production, which is the same guy did Arrowverse, right? Right. This doesn't feel like Arrowverse. There's this is, this is grittier, isn't it? Much grittier. There's cursing. There's, I mean, even Robin says, fuck Batman. Excuse me. That's a quote. I mean, 
No, I know. Um, I, I remember when they first came out with this. That was kind of like the big thing because he's oh, was it? Batman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I knew that already. I like the guy they got, uh, Brenton Thwaites. I don't know. He's he's actually a pretty cool, good casting. Um, he's really good. So so I'm learning. It's a it's a good beginning. Basically, you know, he's Robin, but then he's being like, let's say he's in a bad situation. I won't say what episode or whatever. Um, but he is saved by Robin, <laughs> and it's Jason Todd. So oh. he, he gets away. He, he like Robin's trying to, I mean, the, the real Robin, Dick Grayson is trying to find himself and he leaves, right? And he wants to be his own person. And I, I never read actually, uh, the Nightwing comic. I never, I never read one or, or origin of why he became Nightwing other than he got older and you know, whatever. But, um, well, the gist so is yeah. not to get too much into it, but basically he no, it's fine. to get out, out from underneath Batman's shadow. Right. Um, so this is a little more internal, I think. It's it's really good. And he, what's the, he, he's wrestling with whether he really wants to be Robin or not want to be Robin. I think he doesn't know. Um, I think there's part of it that he likes to be Robin, but he's become more dark in that, not that we want all comics to go dark, but he's basically taking it a little too far of beatings and some things that have gone on in this series where maybe he lets somebody go to their demise that, you know, he shouldn't. And I think it's a lot of the things that maybe Batman went through at the beginning, like when his year one, like how far does he take it? And right. if, if Batman ever does kill, he'll be there forever kind of thing. That's right. kind of the code of code of Batman. Like if he does it once, then he's done. Like he'll forever be that, that he'll never be able to walk back from that, which is a big theme in a lot of, you know, like DC side. Um, well, even probably Marvel too, but like for Green Arrow, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. And even, I think even Green Lantern has gone pretty bad and done some things too and, and came back from that. Which is interesting because in, in Green Lantern, or not Green Lantern, Green Arrow, at least on the Arrow TV show, I'm pretty sure he killed people like crazy the first couple seasons, and then oh, he did, yeah, he very much did, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how the comics were, but uh, now the thing that's tough for me is, you know, the tough thing these shows that that, that kind of dance around Batman. There's a lot of shows out there, right? Uh, from Gotham, and you know, Gotham, now they're gonna have a Batwoman. Yeah, they're going to have another one, right? The, another, was it, is there going to be a Alfred one? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like all, yeah. All these things dance around them, but everybody just wants to see Batman, <laughs> you know, or, or at least acknowledge it. Like, don't just hide them. Like, if you're going to cast them, but like, just cast them and get them out, you know, which I, I did like the Gotham series. Did you, you never watched Gotham though, did you? I did. I um, watched the first season and I was like, I don't know. At some point in the first season, I was like, yeah, nope, I'm done. No, I really liked it. I liked it. I like what they did with it. And by the time you got to the end, you saw Batman, which was the whole point. Um, now, it's different than obviously the comics because all the bad guys came first and then Batman, which I don't think that's how it happened. And anyways, they're all different origins. But anyways, pretty fun. I think it's a good series. I'm, I I like it. Um, is it perfect? No, but it's pretty fun. 
I do it's admit, fun. I'm tempted. I mean, you're, you're selling it. It sounds interesting. But I, I have to admit, if I if I suddenly had HBO Max, which I will on December 25th to watch Wonder Woman, I have well, then a watch month. It. I think, yeah. uh, I don't know if I'll jump into that. Honestly, uh, Doom Patrol really has my interest. Oh, is that on there too? Uh-huh. Is it on there now? I oh, okay. So. I don't even. And what is Doom Patrol? Uh, Doom Patrol is another superhero team, but it's I don't know. They're they're not typical in any way, shape, or form. It's they're a bunch of misfits. That so I guess that's kind of its own niche, kind of like how Umbrella Academy and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So, but you know, obviously they've been around a while. They're their boss is a guy in a wheelchair, so there's some kind of X-Men kind of analogs a little bit, but not really. It's its own thing. It's, I don't know. It's weird, but I I kind of want to watch it. It looks different. I've heard good things, so. But now that, like I said, I will be grabbing um, HBO Max on December 25th to watch Wonder Woman, I will probably check out Titans as well now. Yeah, and I, I like the kid they got to play Jason Todd too. Um, he's interesting. There's some cool. They got some good casting and there's some good acting in this for what it is. And I, I, I think the guy who plays Dick Grayson is great. I do. Really good. I'll check it out. Um, it looks like there's going to be, you know, there's other people in here like Deathstrokes in it, I guess, in season two. And I don't know. We'll see. Another Death Deathstroke, which that's fine. But we've seen Deathstroke now in Arrow. Yeah. He made a cameo yeah. appearance in one of the one Batman or Just League movies or whatever. Yeah, Just yeah. League. How many how many Deathstrokes are we gonna have? I don't know. As many as it takes. I guess. I guess. So there you go. That was pretty good uh, geeks this week for me. Don't you think? That's quite a bit of a. Yeah. I really, I really poured it on this week. You really did. You know, it's funny because <laughs> you said you're taking a break from Dune and reading to read. I'll be doing the same. I just got to notice that the book I've had out for like three months now that I haven't finished is due back like in three days. So I think I'm going to take some of this break to finally finish that fifth uh, murder bot book. So gotcha. That'll, I'll talk is that, about it next week. Digital? Is it digital library, oh, I actually right? have the hard copy. So I, I, oh. they're not going to extend it anymore. I need to finish reading it before I get Yeah, done. you better. Well, part of it too is I was one of the first ones that um, – Put a hold for Ready Player Two, and I know they won't give it to me until I turn this one in. Oh, right, and that's coming out. It may have be out today. Oh, that means it's on my Kindle. So there you go. Shit, I may have to do that too. Well, that might be our book club thing, right? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that because yeah, that was my hope. I'm totally fine with doing Ready Player Two as the next book. Again, we'll discuss that. That's not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I if I can get a copy from the library quickly. I would like that to be our next book, but we'll cool. leave it up. We'll, we'll ask the, the listener. Cool. What do they think? All right, cool. All right, let's get into, we've got uh, some time left here. Let's get into Mandalorian, the siege this week's episode. Now, you know, we had our, uh, well, we got to get we, next episode. It will be after Ahsoka. We got to get Alan on for that episode. I'm good with that. All right, so let's get him on here. Because um, after this episode came out, we had our little, as we typically do, uh, our text, you know, 35, 40 minutes of texting back and forth of <laughs> during time of what what did we like, what we didn't like. Um, now, 
it seemed from you guys that this that that this was a quote filler episode, and I just disagree because I think we actually got a lot of information on this episode and not filler, and and I think this is almost the least filler of all the episodes because it's actually getting back to the plot or the long plot. Um, it just took a while to get that information to get to us, but um, overall, what was your thought on this episode? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I mean. I don't know. I always sound like the guy that's going to shit on everything, right? (laughs) So I'll start start with the positive. There's nothing wrong with stormtroopers and um, TIE fighters and speeder bikes. I love all that shit. So that was great to see. That was a lot of fun. Right. That's the good. That's that's it. That's the good? That's it? Everything else was bad? It wasn't that it was bad. I enjoyed it all, but I don't know. I, I'm just getting this weird feeling, and maybe you know, it's hard to think back a year ago. That I don't know. Like I said, the first season, obviously, it all kind of came together, and it all. I I think I had a similar similar comments and not complaints, but that first season we really didn't know where it was going, and then like right. the last two episodes. It all started to coalesce, and you see all all the people he met that season, and it all came together into that final confrontation mm-hmm. back where he started. So it's hard to compare because everything did come together in that first season. So I got I got a trust that's going to happen in this season too. But as of right now, because not knowing where we're going. It, it's hard to know which episodes are really pushing the narrative forward. And maybe they all are. But I just, as much as I loved all that other stuff, like I said, this TIE Fighters and the speeder bikes, I loved all that. Something felt hollow in this episode. And I don't know what, I can't put my finger on it. Hmm. Well, this one for me actually started pulling me really right back in to what was going to happen. Um, we learned a lot of where our characters are. We learned how much now the, the, I would say that the tough thing about the Mandalorian it doesn't tell us how much time has gone by because a lot's of, a lot of, a lot has changed on Navarro yeah. since last we were there. Right. So now we have grief Karga as basically the magistrate. We've got, you know, Cara Dune as the marshal. Um, you know, they've cleaned up the town so to speak. And you know, which is interesting. There's a, there's a marshal here and there's a marshal that we saw in episode one or episode Nine, whatever. Um, chapter nine. Chapter nine. So there seems to be a lot of that. And what I like about this is like, we, you know, we, we thought that these two X, X wing guys from the spider episode was just filler. Right. But they're not. See, it's all coming together in that there's, there's shit happening in the outer rim that Republic hasn't gotten to yet, which is, which lends the credence to why these em- you know, empire leftovers are there. And now they're starting to, the, the Republic is starting to notice this stuff happening, but nobody will talk to Republic because they don't think they're going to do anything either. Right. Cause it's all outer rim stuff. We'll take care of it ourselves. Cause you can actually see grief Karga in this episode, basically play with, with the guy who was the, I forget his name, but uh, blue leader or whatever, uh, that came to kind of question what's going on out here. And he even says like, something's happening and we're, we're, we've got to take care of it, you know? So that actually made me feel better that it just, that like at least the Republic is aware now 
that things are happening. Right, but like Grief said, the Empire could never fully control the Outer Rim. What makes you think the Rebels aren't, or not the Rebels, the New Republic will, you know? Right. Right. So that was They don't believe it. They don't believe it, but at least the Republic is seeing this, right? That's That was my one worry. It's like, boy, where are they? Like, what's going on? Why is this all this Empire stuff out there? Um, we also got to see the return of uh, Mithril or Horatio Sands. What did you think <laughs> of that? I kind of liked him better in this episode than the, than the first one. Well, yeah, the first episode, I mean, we're talking literally the very first episode. Yeah, yeah. It was fun, but he was, you know, it was just to set up that, yeah, he, he, you know, he does bounties. So he was obviously in this one a little bit more and he was good comic relief. I mean, when he went out to go turn off or, you know, turn off the police. <laughs> I was just going to say that. There's no railing, man. Yeah, like he's, he's us. Like, why is there never any railings on any <laughs> Star Wars parapets? Like, none. Star Wars well, does was, not have an OSHA. Yeah, clearly, especially if you work for the Empire. They don't give a shit. It's just another, you know. Well, even on Naboo and their power. Uh, the it's true. <laughs> they just do not believe in guardrails. But, no. Oh, look at even uh, Star Killer Base. Like Han Solo. Like what? Who makes a thing that long, that narrow, with with no guardrails? Right. It's a Star Wars thing, man. It is. But uh, no, I thought he was fun. Uh, I think he was in just the amount, right amount. I mean. It wasn't as short as that very first appearance, but he wasn't in, in it so long where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with you. It was perfect, I thought. Right. My, you know, I have, I have some criticisms as well. I, you know, remember last we talked, I said, I'm just tired of like, let's put the kid over here to be watched by somebody while we have an adventure. And it happened again. You know, it's like, right. okay, I don't, I'm, I'm tired of that. Like, if you're going to have the kid, have the kid, you know, like it, it's got to be a little more, um, I don't know. And I think it's going to step up now. Now that he knows that that um, Moff Gideon is alive, he is in The Mandalorian. I mean, he booked out of there, right? He's like, I got to get the kid. Yep. That was, there was no. So I think that's going to be, he, he's not going to let him out of his sight now, no matter who who was there. Yeah. Um, and part of that came from the fact that he's, it was revealed they were using the child's blood. Well, yeah, I was going to get to that, but yep, yep. Okay. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, you know, I just, in terms of that story, like, you know, let's find a babysitter while we have this cool adventure and then come back to it. I think that's going to be ending now. I hope so, because, yeah, just putting the kid out of, out of the way, it's, uh, it, it almost makes it like the child is inconvenient to the show, which really. Yeah, and then, and then it's too convenient to just set him somewhere. Like, right. that's just too convenient, like, like enough. Exactly. You know. So the big part of this is our heroes go to this, um, what would you call it, laboratory? Didn't know it was a laboratory, though. Definitely some kind of, yeah, research facility, facility or something. Yeah. Uh, to knock it down or take it out because Grief believes that once this is gone, he can fully magistrate the planet. Yep. And we find a few things there. And, and this was a big topic for us on our texting right so we we saw um a little hologram of dr pershing talking about running out of blood and we need more blood from the 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 child but he said something else the subject or whatever right and that was fun right there only because 
that actor tweeted. I don't know. Oh, did he? Yeah, he no, tweeted. I didn't. He said, "When I was ten years old, I saw a Star Wars movie, and I saw them talking to a hologram, and all I could think at ten years old was, I want to be a hologram. That would be so cool." And, and there he is. He he, and he. Then he goes, and now my time. And then it, it was a screenshot of him talking as a hologram. So how cool is that? That is cool. That's very cool. But yeah. Now what what he was talking about was M count. So they couldn't say it. <laughs> they couldn't say midichlorians. Um, does that bother you? Yes. Why? You know, there's going to be debate on this, but I think a fairly large portion of the Star Wars community likes the Force just being the Force. It's, it is what it is. It's this mystical, unknown thing. And right? it still is, even with the M count. Even with midichlorians, it's still that. Okay. I fully disagree. Midichlorians Why? quantifies it in some way, shape, or form. And it's Not at all. Stupid. It's fucking Not at dumb. all. It didn't quantify it at all. It's dumb. I'm just saying it didn't quantify it at all. It just says a, a person's uh, DNA can get a, uh, maybe a closer to the force than maybe other people. I don't know. I don't know. That never really bothered me. They mentioned it. Bothered it and, but they mentioned it in episode one. And people, it was such a huge groan. They really haven't mentioned it since. And they still haven't really. mentioned it. Not really. I mean, but, I mean, nobody wants to think the Force has to do, in your strength and power with the Force, has to be with magic bacteria. Yeah, I'm not sure I, I read it that way, but I know what you're saying. I just see it as somebody who's genetically able to tap into the forest a little easier than other people. That's all. But, you know, hey, at the end of the day, they need this test subject of the child. And now, now when he said that they needed more uh, transfusion of the blood to the, uh, what did he say? It was volunteers. Yeah. It wasn't like they were grabbing people. They were volunteering. So, you know, something's going on. And then we right. learn out later, and then we see these containers of cloning. Now, remember, he had, he had that cloning thing on his jersey or whatever, a shirt last time from the cloners. Yes. Um, if you remember, yes. He had yeah. the insignia from Kimono. Kimono. Kimono, thank you. And then the two guys that were at the station that, you know, Grief yep. and all of them came across the Mandalorian and killed. They also had that same insignia as well, right? So obviously they have to do with cloning, and then they're obviously standing across from these giant, you know, tubes full of cloned things that we really didn't see. But obviously right. a, a wink and a nudge to uh, what later we know is going to be probably a you know. Um, Supreme Leader Snoke and or Possibly. the, you know, rebirth of Palpatine later. Maybe. I, I, I'm not quite so sure they're going there. I, you know, I think it's easy for us to put those two things together, but I'm not quite so sure they're going there. Um, maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll have to see. I do think it's more about Moff Gideon trying to get control 
or in power. And I think, you know, we see the last shot of him on the uh, ship there with these mechanical things, which, you know, I didn't know much about them because they're from a video game, but I did do a lot of research before this episode. So this is not me. Um, I did not come up with this stuff, but from what we believe now are the dark troopers, which are kind of a, a an advanced version of the, what would we call the droids from the Phantom super, Menace? Battle droids. Battle droids, right. So they're, they're basically battle droids. And then they have like this um, metallic exoskeleton, which, you know, we were talking in our texting and thinking like, oh, Gideon's going to turn into this Vader thing. And I've totally, after reading, I'm like, okay, he's not. Um, I'm thinking that he's creating an exoskeleton and that's what he's wearing that will give him more strength and power, but not because of a Vader thing, but simply because we're going to find out that something, I know I'm jumping around, so I apologize listeners, but I know we're going to find out something about Mandalore and I can't help but thinking, you know, from the beginning of season one where the empire had a bunch of Beskar that this Beskar, now this is my own theories. I didn't read this one. Um, all this Beskar that they had, they, they're making these exoskeletons or these dark troopers out of Beskar. Hmm. So they can fight, maybe maybe it takes on. Because I remember I, when I did read, it was that um, they made these uh, metal dark troopers out of something that can withstand lightsabers in, in the video game. But I'm guessing here it's going to be more Beskar. And that means something. And I think he's 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 really just um, protecting himself. I don't see this as a, a Vader type thing. So that's I think that's really cool. I think there's gonna be some cool shit happening. Put it that way. And I think this stuff's gonna this stuff's gonna come together. I think it's really gonna come together. Go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking. I, I've read the same things you have. I'm assuming where everyone's saying that yeah, these are dark troopers because mm-hmm. we really can't get a good look at them. They do look to be like a you know some kind of robotic frame, but again, well, not I a guess. Great look. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But from what I understand, like I don't do this, but a lot of people watch The Mandalorian with um, subtitles, and the subtitles gave the titles away. And it said it was dark troopers. Yeah, something like that. Okay, robots or something okay. in the background. It was not people or whatever. Right. Here's what I think. And I could be wrong. This is just me guessing. Mm-hmm. But they're doing some kind of work with clones. Yep. Some kind of work with midichlorians and therefore force sensitive. Somehow I think because this would be totally Star Wars, because the bad guys or the you know, Empire, whoever you want to call it, the Sith side seems to have this fascination with biomechanics. So where these were dark troopers were completely like basically battle bots before, or, you know, battle droids. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be some kind of amalgamation that we saw in Vader, that we saw in General Grievous, that somehow these clones are going to be infused into these suits. Right. And they're going to be badass but also force sensitive. Could be. That's my that's Could. my two cents. 
could be. And that's, that's an interesting take on what will happen there. And well, I like I said, I could be completely full of shit, but I think it's, it's just as fair as anybody else's take for sure. Well, no and the only reason it. I make it is because, you know, it fits. Um, like I said, not everyone, but you know, obviously, you know, Vader was in, you know, the biomechanical Grievous was biomechanical. And even, um, even though he's not technically a Sith, even Maul became biomechanical. Even the emperor. Exactly. So. Well, I will say this, the Sith have always, there's this thing around them like to, to live forever. Right. And, uh, certainly follows that plan. Now where Gideon fits on all this, I don't know. Uh, clearly I don't think he has, he's force sensitive. His M count is probably super, super low, but he does have the black saber, dark saber. Um, and he does have some and, kind of armor and breastplate. I'm assuming this, I'm assuming he's not, going I to think be one of the dark, dark troopers. I think he's just wearing like a, a command Version, and I think it's going to be made of Beskar. I think it's really what it is. I do. I really, really do. And I think there's going to be a definitely a meetup on Mandalore at some point. Oh um, yeah, uh, with this, and it's all going to come together. Now we know that the next episode is going to be Ahsoka because it's called the Jedi. And um, I guess there's a ton of spoilers out there. If you guys want to look and find them, I don't want to find them. Um, I can't wait to watch this episode clean. But. well, you probably know. Is the is the episode coming out Friday? Or are we getting a skip because of the holiday? Or is there an episode? Coming? Well, it's coming out. Okay, good. Yep. So I don't want yep. to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait either. I definitely don't want to wait. But so then they, you know, w- w- at the end of this episode, we we see Muff Gideon. We also know that poor uh, Mando's ship has been tethered with a tractor, or not a tractor, but a homing. Um, tracked, tracking yeah, device. tracking device by the uh, creature at the beginning when he first landed. So, which I didn't knew. I knew something was wrong the way she looked at him or he looked at her. You know, they were pretty good at that. So now we've got a race, and now if 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 Gideon finds him where Ahsoka is, clearly there's going to be some lightsaber shit. If if he brings out the dark saber, yes, you I, know? I would like to think so. But I'd like to believe and, that Ahsoka is, I mean, with her two blades, could kick his ass. Could. Maybe this is, maybe, you know, I'll give Dave Filoni a ton of credit if by the end of this series that Ahsoka dies. Like, really dies. Like, maybe she ends up getting taken and they take her her midichlorians. Who knows? Oh, man. I don't know. That, that'd be awfully ballsy to finally bring her to live action just to kill her off. Well, I don't think it'll be one episode now. I think maybe at the end of this whole right journey, maybe I don't know. But do you think like by the end of the season or by the end of the series? Maybe end of the series. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe not. You know, um, it would be gutsy though. Uh, I just wonder, you know, if if Ahsoka's there, then where's Luke? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Why do they call it the Jedi? Because she's not a Jedi and hasn't been at this point a good 10, 15, 20 years longer. Or she is. 
something happened in between or that time. We think she shifted. Well, yeah, we know very little about Luke's new Jedi Academy. We don't know if she was there or not. We don't. So maybe she is a Jedi again. Who knows? We don't know. Good point. So, and then you know, eventually, will they run into Luke? Will they run into? Uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name, but you know, um, Sindula and. Cain and Jairus' son. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, okay. Oh, you probably, you probably don't know that. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't watch Rebels. God damn it. No. Uh, you should probably do that at some point. But there's so much out there at, for where this could go that I'm super excited. And, and why I like this episode, to kind of take it back to the beginning, is that it's setting up a lot of things. And I, this is why I didn't think it was filler. I would think, you know, the last couple of things were filler. And I don't think, you know, we had our... Uh, as we're nearing the end of our, not necessarily the end of our time, but our typical time. But um, to take to our conversation that were texts that you and I fought over about fan service, <laughs> um, I don't think they're making him a Vader. I hope not. I don't. I don't. And I don't, my, my argument to you is, I, it, so for those that are listening, obviously we're not part of our thing is we, we kind of thought was, are they, are they turning him into a Vader? And Michael said, well, that would be fan service, which I disagreed saying like, I don't think anybody wants another Vader. That's not fan service. Fan service is me next week watching Ahsoka come around. That's fan service. Now, is it going to be a great part of the story? I hope so, because I hope it's not just fan service. And they think they've done a good job with the Mandalorian of delivering what fans like in a story that maybe they weren't expecting. So that's why, that's why I argued with you on fan service. Cause do you want to see another Vader? I don't, I don't think any fan wants to see another Vader. They want to see Vader himself and not being, you know, weak at the end of, they, they want to see the Vader like from rebels. <laughs> I mean, that's what they want. It's what people have always wanted to see, which technically was fan service, but it was damn good. I haven't seen Rebels, so I can't say. Not Rebels. I meant um, Rogue One. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. That's right. But that was fan service. That's that's fan service. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I know. Come on. It was great. It's if Fan service can be good and it can be bad. Fan service done the right way is just giving people... It's, it's, it's like, a, you know, a great chef that, is, you know, sure, he's the best person that can make steak in the world. If they, if somebody comes to the restaurant, they're going to say, well, I want my steak. And you can't say, well, that's fan service. He's just making a steak because you want steak. (laughs) No, they want, you know, their favorite characters. So I don't know. Fan service is bad if it's not tied to the story. That's my point. Like, 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 like bad fan service in Mandalorian is having that, chuckleheaded in um was it episode two or three chapter two or three where he's you know they go to most Eisley and the guy's kind of like han solo sitting over there that was kind of like bad bad fan service so good fan service is seeing you know the boba fett armor you know on a different person that's my point I, okay. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think fan service is 
automatically has a connotation of being negative. Right. So, but it's a, it's a thin line between fan service, which I think is negative and okay, an so then what, homage. So is the Vader scene in Rogue One, what is that? It's wonderful. Is it homage? No. It's not really fan service though, is it? Of course it is. What is everybody even wanting for? What has every fan has wanted for 30, 40 years? Oh, I want right. to see Vader yeah, kick ass. You make a good point, but that's the thing that, you know, we've heard how badass Vader is for so many right. years. We never saw it on screen until Rogue One. Right. So I don't know. I got to chew on that, whether or not fan service can be good or bad. I got to chew on All that. Right. I'll come back to you. All right, good. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. If you uh, want to really help out the show, make sure you tell your friends about us. You know, have them go to Apple Podcasts or any other podcasts place they get their stuff from and give us a listen and subscribe if you really want to. You'll get these uh, episodes notified right to your little podcatcher there. And, you know, you can uh, listen to us at your, at your ready. But, you know, tell a friend that really helps out the show or even give a, you know, review if you want um you can also get with us on social media michael you want to tell us where they can find us because you do all the hard work on social media i don't do all the hard work i do some of the hard work i do i do most of the hard work well it's not even yeah. hard work i just uh, i respond a lot and you can find us on twitter at the kybercast you can find us on facebook uh, look for kybercast we have both a page and a group and of course you can also find us on instagram kybercast there as well cool all right everybody well that'll do it well hopefully you tune into us next time where we're going to talk about ahsoka it's going to be a great episode i know it's going to be great this friday normally when we're done recording i know that it's only a few hours but we're a few days away so i can't wait to see that hopefully you you can't wait either michael oh dude i'm jacked if they're actually if ahsoka is actually going to be in the episode i'm hyped it's dave filoni dave filoni is directing so it's got who else will do it's better gotta it's gotta be it's gotta yeah be. Yeah, this is the way, man. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.